Catch as catch can. Late to the fucking party. Yep. Catch as catch can. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, episode 49. 49. That's right. We've got to do, do our thing here. Uh, at Jellopodden. At Jello Podcast on the Twitter. Yes. Jello Podcast on yes. dot com. Okay. And we will start fights with you. Yeah, come come at you. Yeah. Come at Bob. Yeah. He'll fuck you up. Yeah. Come on. Come on, bring it. Can bring you it. hear yourself? Again. I can hear myself. Are you seated comfortably? Always. Excellent. <laughs> like this. The video is really, I'll tell you this, the lead singer, engaging. The lead singer is awesome. Handsome? Um, or just a damn good performer? Uh, squirrely artistic. Long, thin, like a... Uh, sinewy. 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 Where's deer, uh, this is, um, deer skin? Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter. I think this is called Snake Skin. Snake Skin. Yeah. yeah. They're out of uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. Yep. And there's some good stuff coming out of Atlanta lately. There really is. Oh, it's a big goddamn city. I mean, it's fucking huge. Huge. It's kind of loungy. Dance my ass off to this. Uh, hey, <laughs> do you believe in love at first sight, or should I just walk back by you and blow another dope-ass vape cloud? Oh my yes. god. <laughs> uh, episode 49 tonight. Loose. Loose. Very, yeah. Very I got casual. a couple topics. You got a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uber and Lyft. Uh... Fuck your city. Fuck Thank your you, city. by the way, for doing that. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, fucking dumbass cocktails. Some shitty ads, too. Okay. Oh. Yeah. There are some out there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's make sure that this is the right level. Yes. Okay. How's your week going, Bobby It's going Brown? good. It's going good. I can, I can say this. Last, uh, last couple weeks have gone very well fast. Very fast. I, I don't know if it's like that for other people, but maybe my holiday season stuff. It could be. I'm I'm trying to rush through Christmas. There's so much stuff coming up that you're sort of looking ahead, and while you do that, like the normal shit just passes you by. Yeah, I, I'll tell you this. Uh, going out, I went out to my parents' ranch just last weekend, mm-hmm. and um, time slowed down. It was good. Did, were you there long good. enough to shift gears? Like I was. I was. And it, my my parents' house out there will. It'll just do it. It'll do it to you. You could be the most high strung. You could be completely stressed out, and you walk into it, and it's just like a like a Texas cave. It's just cold. It's very brown. Is it an old stone house? In my mind, I have that. Oh, oh, it's not old. It's a new build. Oh, say new in the last decade. Okay. Um, okay. But it's very ranch style. 
L- let me put it this way. Here, here's here's All an right. example. Yeah, paint us uh, a picture. Here's an example. Theater of the When minute. you walk into the foyer, which my dad wouldn't even know what the fuck that's I'm going to go barf over here. He'd be like, foyer, what the fuck is that, boy? Um, there, there's recess lighting, right, when you walk in. It's a recess in the ceiling. Shape of Texas. Yeah! Oh, really? <laughs> Damn right, boy. Is it sort of like a nice restaurant where you have to put on a smoking jacket? There you have to put on a cowboy hat? No, you have to take your shoes off, put on some damn slippers. You can take your shirt off, put on a hunting camp, a cap, and you're done. <laughs> he gave me a badass uh, Luke and Bach uh, camouflaged uh, gimme ca- cap while oh, I was there, too. Boy. You uh, know, if it wasn't camouflaged, you'd probably wear it. I wear it every day. Every day. My girlfriend hates it. She hates it. She does. Just hates it. Because she didn't get one of her own. <laughs> that could be wine. It could be wine. Okay. I want to bring something up. Please do. You know, Lead us uh, off here. Yeah, Take yeah, us. Yeah. Being that, being that we're talking about weeks going fast, um, my son, who seems to introduce me to some of the weirdest shit ever, is this. Yeah, he just started college. He did. He yeah. did. Um, uh, fucking college. God damn, it's costing me money. Um, okay, so here's the deal. All right. And I, I'm I'm gonna quiz you real quick. All right. Okay. Uh, when you were younger, I'm imagining that your parents uh, introduced you to the Berenstein Bears. Is that right? Probably so. Okay. At one point, yeah. Right, right. And you, but you know who they are. You probably read the books. Yeah, much like a little kid recognizes a McDonald's logo from like two miles away. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, I remember that. So, um, here's the quiz. All right. I want you. And <laughs> this is a very odd. Spell. I want you to visualize. First of all, visualize one of the books. Like uh, there was a tree, probably a tree house in it. The like the Bernstein family was yeah, some like, lazily drawn bears. Exactly. Yeah. Like none the of the lines of a, are a latte. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I just picture the book, and then I want you to spell Bernstein bears for me. B e r e n s t a i n. Okay, here Aaron we go. Stain bears. Perfect. Okay, you spell it one more time. B e r e n s t a i n. Okay. So, so you thought you got to move on that, you know? Um, where's your uh, look up Berenstein Bears? And this is going to um, this is this is where this whole thing starts. Okay, go ahead. So um, the theory is, is sometime around the mid '80s, two parallel universes collided. And there are very few indicators that it happened. For instance, those of us who grew up with the Berenstein Bears spell it B-R-E-N-S-T-E. I always... That's how it's pronounced. Okay, that, that is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Why don't you spell it for me out loud? B-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. Okay. So, there are people, including me, who spell it with an E-I-N. That's how we always visualize. That's Berenstein. Okay. We yeah, we always like the Jewish spelling of it. All right. So there are people who were here originally. Uh, th- there are people who were in the parallel universe with the proper spelling, and there were those of us in a different parallel universe who saw it with an E I N, and that is one of the indicators that supposedly that you were in dimension right, a, a B. dimension B. So people who spell with an E-I-N <laughs> as opposed to an A-I-N. There you go. All right, Started listener, off I the want, podcast. I want you to think You're about welcome. this, listener. What, where did you fall? Where did you fall into this? 
I'm hoping they joined along and somebody went, you know, in their head, started spelling it and realized they do a different spelling. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not pronounced the way it's. No, no, it's not. First book was 1962. Wow. That, that makes long sense. Ago. It's yeah, Dr. Seuss era. It kind of does. I mean, that, that's, there was a big explosion of kids books, I think, around that time. Oh, speaking of that whole, um, yeah. uh, like, uh, where the sidewalk ends and all that, mm-hmm. you probably know the same thing about Shel Silverstein that I do. No, what's that? I don't. That he was a huge, um, first of all, his his cartoons first appeared in Playboy oh, magazine. Oh, the sexuality of them. Right, yeah. right. And that yeah. he even had, there's a room in the Playboy Mansion that is the Shel Silverstein room, which was his room, because supposedly he had residence there for quite a while. So, it's, Yeah. From elementary school and middle, from reading, all, it's well. I mean, that was his thing. He had all these neat, kind of artistic people, and so that yeah, you know, the, the very beatnicky, very beatnicky. Yeah, that's it. Do you do you remember watching or seeing the episodes of Playboy After Dark? Uh, just a few, and it was <clears throat> in a documentary about him, and they, they sort of framed how he would start it. He, he'd have a pipe. Walk mm-hmm. over to the camera. People were sitting in the uh, living room. Like tonight, like, we've got like a dinner party. Like yeah. somebody's filming, like a like a nineteen fifties sixties dinner party. Mm-hmm. Love that idea. I need somebody to bring that back. Uh, was it on network TV? I believe it was. Well, they didn't have cable then, so yeah, it was yeah, it network TV. Yeah. I wonder how long that series ran. Lenny Bruce threw up on that. How you doing show. today, Lenny? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm trying not to nod off, <laughs> you know. Um, uh, who uh, who else was on it? Um, oh, um, who's the jazz singer Armstrong that everybody no female that everybody Etta James. Um, the one they just made the documentary about. I cannot believe. Oh, the Twenty not. Feet from Stardom or whatever. No, that's no. the background singers. Uh, I'll remember her name. It, it, okay. It'll take a minute to come back. But she was on it. But she was on it, and they they actually did her. Um, uh, I heard it on NPR because he did, he introduced a lot of regular society to these alternative artists that it's, were out it's there. It's sort of like up with up later with Jules Holland that there's a lot of bands on there that you know they have success or else they wouldn't be on there. Right. But but you know he picks from such a vast array and and we're being pulled in so many di- directions right now. You know it's nice to have a something that. Kind of you new shit centers that, it, yeah, 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 centers it a little bit. Um, you know, it's it just seemed very imp- it, well, it was it was very impromptu, and I think we talked about this with late shows the other day, and and I talked about Jack Parr how you could come on his show, but you could not talk about your current project, and I I love that idea of you like actually having to try to be interviewed. You have to actually try to have a conversation with somebody rather than you're just on the show. You're just on the show. I already know what we're going to talk about. I'm going to bring it up like it's a joke. Yeah, it's like know? when comedians go on uh, radio shows in the morning and they're like, all right, um, we, we watched your bit and so we're going to set up a couple jokes for you. Right. Uh, some comedians are like, no, uh, fine, I'll, I'll do it. Right. Well, the, there are a lot of comedians. free press. Especially to do the phone-ins. They hate that. They do. Oh, they hate it. And they'll, they'll specifically go off topic just for the fuck of it. Just so it's... Oh, just to sort of... Yeah, just to fuck it up. Well, Kimmel said the other night, he's like, you know, there's a a little sliver of my personality that I love uncomfortable situations, and that's how you are, Robbie Brown, by the way. (laughs) Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because without him, 
you're just conflict avoidant. Yeah. And that's yeah. how I am. I'm you're such just, a fucking pussy. Just putting on the smile, talking, you know, uh, I already know what you're going to ask me. I already have this response. Uh, it's like James Cor- Corden. Cor- he's... He's got a he's got a late night show and um Olivia Wilde was on there 100% knockout. Oh my god, my word. You know she was a fat kid. She was a fat kid. No, I did not know. That. Well, they brought up a uh, a uh, uh she had met Chris Farley when she was about 10 years old. And it was a great story, but the lead in the story was so scripted. It was it was horrible. It was you it could was, tell they had rehearsed it. Yes, yes. Or you know, or that's um, why Howard Stern is so great. I mean, it. it I agree. He I almost agree. goes on autopilot when he's interviewing mm-hmm. somebody. I don't think he's even listening to their answer. He's just thinking of the next cool question. Yeah. But but he always leads it. It's going somewhere. And at times, he's thinking about a very uncomfortable question. Most often. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. But he disarms them, though. You know, they don't get. To where they go, oh, no. Uh, no, okay, and, and, and here it is. Here's, if he does here's ask the something like that, they will say to him, you know what, man, I just don't want to talk about that today. Right. But he'll come back around to it, <laughs> and they'll end up doing he'll, it. He, he tends to get you to talk about shit you don't want to talk about. Yeah. Like, it, even if you say, I don't want to talk about it, somehow in that interview, you're going to you're going to be like okay listen I wanted I, this is what happened okay you know? all like, right yeah exactly I want to clear exactly. the <laughs> fucking air here I um you know it's it's very odd how late night TV is these days it's very very I, I'm different. telling you we're being pulled in too many directions you can't yeah. keep up with everything yeah, anymore you really can't I mean that's our job on the old Jello podcast to, to know what the fuck is going on out there in pop culture but but you know this deal's just another sliver another niche within. The pantheon, if you will. It's true. It's true. Shit, uh, in case the listeners don't know this, we show up here not knowing at all what we are going to talk about. He's lying. There's a giant whiteboard over here, (laughs) and we've started two weeks in advance. (laughs) All right, so let's get into a couple things. Okay. Uh, Would you like to? Yeah, why not? Fuck it. I already started. Um, Well, of course, uh, a couple new bands. A few new bands. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, always. Yeah, and and of course we played Deer Hunter, which is, uh, uh, I'm telling you, Atlanta is exploding. And you're right, it's a huge fucking city. But even not just just the trap stuff that's coming out of there, mm. not just the mm. hip hop. There's some really good rock bands coming out of there. There's some good stuff. Got that Deer Hunter. I believe that there's a band. If I'm correct, they're called First Aid Kit, mm. and it's these two women. Um, and they're hardcore feminists. Fine. But their voices, it's, you know what it's like? It's like listening to two Stevie Nicks. It's, oh, cool. Yeah, they're, they're great. They're really, really good. It's very Southern voices, very melodic. Do they do acapella stuff, or do they play to a click, well, uh, a track? Or? The way I heard them was on David Letterman, and it was not acapella, but pretty damn close. Minimalistic accompaniment. Okay. You like that? That was. Uh, I, I, I just pulled million dollar words right there. Sure. Out of my vocab. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and they're really, really good. I like them. Plus, they're both totally damn hot. Crazy. Good now we <laughs> know why. Okay. This is explains. Trick myself into saying it every time. I swear to God. <laughs> well. I, I don't look, feel like fucking with this. Yeah. Right look now, how but, hard it is for you to bring that up. Yeah. 
Um, there's also, and I think we may play them a little later. Let's do this one of these new ones that you got here. Okay. You mentioned Kurt Vile. Yeah, Kurt Vile. I think I believe he's out of L.A. Okay. Which will tie in a little later, of course. I think so. Uh, this song is called "Pretty Pimpin." Sounds good. Okay, you want to? He's got a. Uh, you know what a resonator guitar is? I do. Yeah, uh, it's a guitar with uh, right over where the bridge and all that, where you put your hand, where you strum. It, they put a little what's called a passive speaker in there, and wow. so it, it sort of amplifies. And the action's real high on it, meaning that. Uh, a lot of times you'll play a resonator guitar with an open tuning. So oh, that, yeah. So oh, you yeah. could strum an open G. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and you're generally, if you play that kind of guitar, your songs are going to be guitar heavy. They're going to be very guitar forward. Sure, yeah. Uh, Bob Schneider. He he does a lot of those. But, uh, yeah, let's check it out. Uh, we'll come back in a minute. Sounds good. Perfect. Cool. What are we coming back with? Fuck it. Let's say your city sucks. Ugh, fuck your city. You know what? Let's change the name of fuck your city to fuck that city. Fuck that city. Okay, fuck that yeah. city, Kurt Vowell from L.A. All he ever wanted was to be someone in life that was just like All I want is to just have fun Live my life like the son of a gun I could be one thousand miles away But still me
our producer over there in the corner. <laughs> You're doing great work. Good work. What have we here, sir? This is Dilly Dally. Literally, the Dilly Dally. I love that name, by the way. Yeah, Dilly Dally, and this is uh, Desire. Okay. Two lesbians. Um, I don't know, but I hope so. They're all it. These are young kids too. They're young, young. They're young. They're young kids. Yeah, they're kids. Kids. All right, kids. Uh, people that are listening, I want you to think about this. Bob's how old are you? Forty-one. All at right. This point. So that's a relative position. They're <laughs> young to him, which could be thirty-five. Uh, they're. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess early twenties. Um, I'm gonna say yeah, early twenties. Yeah, yeah. You know how Sam? Do you know how old Sam Smith is? I'm afraid to know. Guess. Um. Okay, so I just recently saw Spectre, which he does the song for now. Uh, I'm going to go with 33. 23 years old. He was born in 1992. I look better than he does. I had, to re- I had to re-Google that Sam Smith thing. I, I really thought that... Yeah, that... He does not look good for his age, boy. He's got gray hair on the sides. Yeah, he is... Um, well, we knew we knew somebody who went gray early. My friend Chris Whitaker did. Oh, did he? Yeah. Jeff Wood. Okay. Jeff Wood went... He went He went um, gray early. I had always wished I had, but then with this beard... Man, it's looking old. Mm. This beard is looking gray, boy. I like this. Good, good. I've got three uh, on the Jello Potting Cast. We talk about marketing a lot of times. Yes, I got three do. new bad fucking ads that just suck balls. Okay. Just like a shitty idea, and I can't believe companies spend money on 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 the ad because it went over somebody's desk. Like, all right, uh, your final approval on this. We're gonna run this ad. We're gonna buy a TV schedule. Nationwide. We're gonna buy time. Yeah. Nation- that's and that's it's gonna not be cheap. damned expensive. That is not cheap. All right. So the first one is uh, Ram trucks. Okay. Um, they notoriously have bad ads. So they they really do. Yeah. They they use Sam. Uh, what's it? Beef. It's what's for dinner. Oh. They use him. But there's, there's a thing called cross marketing where you take two products and sort of bring them together. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Ram trucks and Hunger Games to me do not go together, but this this fucking you, ad is so fucking just ham-handed, if you will. There's a place where hard work is king, where people punch in early oh and leave God. late. And so people. is it any surprise oh that when God. a true hero is...
was born. Are you fucking kidding me? That they come from a place like this. District 12. Ram salutes the heroes of the Hunger Games. I salute those heroes too. That don't exist. And all those who clock in daily. Yes. Watch the finale of the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, November 20th. Wait, so they're comparing... So who bought that ad? Hold on, they're comparing loggers to people who fight to the death for food? Maybe the people that built the fences around the districts used ram trucks to haul in oh, the concrete or something? I, wait, what? I did, did Capital City even have ram trucks? Like, that is... Very odd cross advertising. That's bad. That's yeah, bad. That, that's pretty bad. Okay. That, that that wouldn't. Okay. Hunger Games is geared. Well, I know the books are what, what's called YA, young adult mm -hmm. literature, sure. right? Sure. So, uh, and <laughs> I'll, I'll try to talk into the mic now. Also, yeah, also, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to throw any shade at the Hunger Game movies because I like them. Uh, I, I like the movies. Fine. Yeah. But that is not your audience. That's not your audience at all. It's bad spend. Yeah, that's that's not good. Somebody got a blowjob off of that advertising. Yeah. So, somebody had to have. That's that's horrible advertising. Okay, the next one here is Chase Bank. Okay. And they've sort of cross-marketed with the Rockettes, which nobody goes to see that yeah, shit. Wait, do um, people even go to see the Rockettes but, anymore? Is it, but, well, that's a big thing around this time, the holidays. Why? Well, because this is when they have their big shows at Radio City Music Hall. This is when... Okay. And that may be why this is because they're the big holiday, like uh, Christmas Yeah, show. because this is not in Vegas. This is, uh, well, let's watch it real quick. Right. Um, uh, I'll tell you what the problem I have with this, and I think you'll notice it All too. Right. Okay, let's go. All right, Rockettes, a butt, six. Ah, uh, go back. We weren't together on that. Here we go. Three, four, five. Whoa, stop. Let's go back. And the one, two. Whoa, stop there. Back to the top. Again, two. Here we go. I bet we can do it even better. And five, six, seven, and. It took the Rockettes years to master the kick line, but only a few moves to master paying bills on Chase.com. This is horrible. This is horrible. Technology designed for you, so you can easily master the way you bank. Are you fucking. Yep, I had to do uh, my practice, pay my bills, then go out and do a show. Are you fucking. Yeah, I'm going to compare women whose feet are fucked. But they're all smokers, by the way. I can tell you that. Dancers are notorious fucking smokers. Fine. Who are high strung as hell trying to pay their bills in New York. A, first of all, none of them can pay their bills. Like, they're all struggling to meet their bills in New York. To, I, I don't. Okay, now you see why I'm upset about it. Okay, the last one is a local ad, okay? I won't make you comment any further on that, Chase Rockets. Uh, it's a it's a company called Jersey Mike's and oh the sandwich, sandwich shop right yeah they've they've done a pretty good job of, of franchising their their deal and and their their logo is pretty pro and all that stuff they've hired somebody to uh, to do ads for them um, give me I, just a I kind of don't even want to this is uh, now Jersey Mike's that they have the cursive like Jersey Mike's yeah it's like and, a red and blue logo okay also. Is Jersey Mike's even from Jersey? Do we know? Uh, that? I, mean, I don't know. And, I, and and normally, like, that Jersey stuff doesn't fly down here in Texas because we kind of have our own, like, kind of like that Yankees. Texas thing Spoken doesn't fly Yankees. up there. Yeah, yeah. And are we done with sub shops, by the way, yet? Uh, you know, apparently we're not. Because so. I know Firehouse Subs didn't do well at all down They're here. They're still open, though. That's You know, it's... 
Oh, speaking of, I went to Texadelphia the other day. When's the last time you went to one of those? Mm. Yeah, I had the Philly fucking cheesesteak. I haven't been in one of those in years. But that's the thing. Are, are sandwich shops, I mean, those are still a thing? I mean, are those... People got to eat. Yeah, that's true. And, it is, and it is true. sometimes you don't have shit in the fridge, and you and you and you can't go home. <laughs> you can't find a fucking thundercloud subs in fifteen minutes. They're, they're everywhere. They are everywhere, and you, of course, will always have a stoned person making your sandwich. Which you know, who else do you want making your sandwich? Do you want sober people making your sandwiches? Um, I want them to be unsober and sort of bitchy about it. <laughs> that- <laughs> you just described Thundercloud subs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my band's good. I'm just doing this till my band takes off. Uh, maybe this will be it. I don't know. All right. Let's try it. It's it. Oh. Green Onions. It's a good song. Well, the theater just started in 1956. Oh, this is horrible. Yeah. Okay, they couldn't have well, liked this guy better. Oh, it's it's awful. Anyway, their tagline from this ad is how it is, how it was, and how it will be. How does that relate to sandwiches? That, I don't know. That's that's I don't something know. that's that's a gun ad is what that is. That's like that's like some a yeah, gun manufacturer. Bottom thing. line statement. Yeah, that's that's um that's hor- keep going. I, I wanna hear this guy's echoed voice some more. Are you kidding me? Who oh boy? Are you kidding me? Somebody had to get fired over this. This is the production company is who got fired. Whoever produced it's not the people who came up with it because the idea is simple. It's a sandwich. They're showing the make. You don't get freshly sliced meat at Subway. You don't even get that at Thundercloud Subs, which that's a good selling point. But they're doing a horrible job of selling it. Put a collar mic on him. They didn't have what? They're cheap. I've seen them online. They are cheap. This is this is a bad commercial. I, even I've, for a I've local made, commercial. I've made you mad now. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I hate it when I see advertising that I could do better. Because I'm not even yeah. at all in marketing, and and I hate when I see that. I'd almost like them to purposely sort of fail at it. Like, look, we know our ads are shit. Come out and admit your mistake. Yeah. Right, right. Be like, listen, that ad sucked. Just come eat our sandwiches. Yeah. They're good. We can make up for this. Yep. There's an ad for a company that does uh, loans, and it's... Um, Oh, I can't think of his name. His son is a pop singer, but he was the dad in a show back in the 80s. Oh, Alan Thicke? Alan Thicke. <laughs> that was easy, wasn't so it? So <laughs> Thicke, in one of the ads, he goes, all right, you're hearing me again, and you're probably saying, I'm tired of hearing this guy. You probably already changed the channel. At least they fucking admit Lisa, I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah, that, that's actually good, even though I hate his son. Okay, you know he fucked Miley Cyrus. You know I think he, he does great music. Do you? Yes. That's interesting. We'll take this another time. <laughs> All right. To segue into Fuck That City, um, this is a song called California. The other night I uh, had some bad allergies and didn't eat dinner. And so 
instead of dinner, I drank one glass of three finger whiskey and then uh, two shots of Benadryl. And delicious. It hit me real fast. Delicious. And for some reason, I the thought this song was good. Forty-year-old cocktails. What that is? <laughs> for some reason, I thought this song was good. It's uh, by Colonel Loud, and um, I sent it to a friend of mine, Sarah, and she hit me back with, "Your taste is shit." So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so here we are with this song. Uh, let's bump out, uh, mix a drink. We'll come back with "Fuck That City." Sounds good. Yeah. California. But you're gonna like this. Wait till the hook. Wait till the hook, brother. Wait till the hook, brother. See, fucker. He's over there dancing, guys. All right, episode 49 of the Jello Podcast. Song's about weed, of course. That's T.I. Right of course it is. <laughs> oh, by the way, Bobby Brown, Brian Upshaw. Okay, so this and some Benadryl? Come yeah, on, Oh, man. yeah, I could totally see what.
Yeah, I'm, we're going to jump back in right now. All right, all right, let's do it. Because I'm going to edit this later. <laughs> no, so, We don't right. need editing. Uh, fuck that city. Uh, right. On episode 48, we did not do fuck that city, I think because we got into the bottle of vodka too deep. We did, we did. We skipped over it. Um, but I, th- I think we would have landed on this city at some point anyway. What What is it? Eventually it would have happened. It really would have, because this city... I would say this city is both loved and despised at the exact same time. Sure, sure. And I think it's more of a, if you haven't been there, you'll love it. And if you have been there, the facade just gets destroyed. Fades away. Oh yeah, it gets destroyed. It gets destroyed. Um, Before I say the city, first of all, I would like to say this. It is, and you know me, I've been to some dirty fucking cities. It's the dirtiest city I've ever been to in my life. What? Really? Oh, there's trash everywhere. Like blowing around? Blowing around the sidewalks, in the in the gutters. There's trash everywhere. But if you think about it, it's kind of a port city. In a way, it is. I mean, they have that port right there at Long Beach. It really is. And port cities are synonymous for being dirty as fuck. Yeah. And if you haven't guessed yet, it's L.A., L.A. Yes, um, Los Angeles, Los Angeles. Yeah, go on. Okay, right. I would like to say this. All right, you so may. I spent. I'm going to mix a drink while you do this. Yeah, do that. So I spent my 40th birthday there. I spent my 40th birthday in L.A. and had a fucking fantastic time. Had actually one of the best birthdays I've ever had in my life. First of all, had the best burger I ever had in my life, which was at a place called Umami Burger. Oh my god, it's so damn! I, it was so good that I had lunch and dinner on the same the day same there. Place. Yeah, same damn place. That's how damn good it was. All right, um, hung out with some of the nicest people I have ever hung out with. They were welcoming. They were nice. Uh, I'm um, real surprised to hear that. No, they were. I, I normally hear that people are just aloof and self-centered and rude. This is where it comes. This is the difference of visiting and living because I, of course, my girlfriend um, grew up in this area and she says the same thing. People are very um, fake. Uh, She hated dating there. She despised it. Um, There's a lot of good looking people there, right? Is that the case? Yeah, there's a lot of the homeless people are attractive. Like people are good looking there. They truly are. But you know, you live in a lizard environment. You live in just a desert. Of course, you, you know, nothing, nothing's going to affect you the way it affects you in certain climates. Mm. Um, yeah. I've co- heard it. Uh, the weather's like taking lithium. It, it's 72. Every it just day, mellows you day. out. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's why brick Tamblin from, uh, uh Oh, anchorman from anchorman. Was the weatherman in San Diego because he's so dumb? 
it didn't matter. Nothing the to weather was the same <laughs> every single day. Let's start off with this. You can't get a drink for less than $10 in that place. Uh, okay, I have no problem with that. Oh. I have a problem with not being able to order that $10 drink. And I have a feeling <laughs> that happens too. That does happen. The bars get extremely crowded there, yet not so crowded because their smoking laws are so fucked up there that there are more what are people. Their smoking laws? There are more. You can't. You can't. I think they even are thinking about passing a law where you can't even smoke in your own fucking car. Your own vehicle you mm-hmm. can't smoke in. There are more people outside of the bar or the club than are inside of it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So there's a scene out front mm-hmm. and there's a scene inside. Mm-hmm. And depending on who is where, it may be more hip to be outside. Also worse, they're not a pat- it's not a patio city. So there's not a lot of places that have these patios. Oh, they don't? No. If they have like smoking patios, they're tiny. They're itty bitty. And there's like... 30 people crammed into it and 12 people inside. What? Yeah. yeah that is how. Uh, do they do a cover? Do they do a door? The places I went, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, generally, if you have a band, you do a door. Uh, However, about 10 or 15 years ago, people just have a door. Yeah. Here just for the- come on in. <laughs> Yeah, go have a door feed just to, you know what I'm talking about? Just, yeah. Just to, just to get, get the money or, or just here. Here's the deal about a door fee. I don't mind. You're paying your bouncers. You're paying your bouncers. That's exactly what you're doing. And they deserve it because they deal with the worst shit ever. They really do. If, especially if you're on 6th Street. If you're on 6th Street, you're dealing with bullshit. And and you, it's hard to find a door fee on 6th Street. Listen, baby, you are old as shit, but you look fine. And I would tap that ass, but we can't have your old <laughs> oh, ass I up in that. here. Is, is because that a, if your old ass comes up in here, then all the young people leave, dog. It's fucking knocked up, Craig. God, yeah, I love that man. You. I love that man. Well, I, I've been to Huntington Beach, and that's a whole different scene because it, it's sort of like a little Sixth Street, but but it wasn't jam packed with people, and it wasn't really ritzy or glitzy. It was right. just sort of almost like uh, was it Ventura, right? Mm. Ventura Beach. It, you know, it's. <laughs> That's a dirty ass beach. There by was the way. one bar called the Poop Deck. I remember that. <laughs> Not a gay bar. Are you? I was about to say, if I had a gay bar, I would definitely call it the Poop Deck uh, or the Fruit Bowl, one or the other. It's one of the few bars I've seen where they named it to be gay and they didn't take it over. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Another thing about LA is the stuff that is actually cool there. Which my idea of cool is. Do they a have hipsters in LA? Everywhere. Ev- well, everybody's hip. Every, except for the Mexicans. Mexicans are the only ones that aren't hip. They're just Mexicans. You really? know, just hanging out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, everybody's hip. Everybody has a mustache. Everybody has a beard. Everybody, a lot of tattoos. Um, oddly enough, it, you know it's a conservative city, though. They do not vote conservatively. Think about it. Who have been their last governors? You've Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, you're you know, uh, shit. They they elected because nobody Ronald else Reagan. Would go to the fucking voting booth. It's too fucking cool. <laughs> I don't I'm, even have sex. That's too mainstream. Just even for me. Think, thinking about what I wrote, ten dollar drinks. Oh, can I can't. That fucking angers me more than anything. I spent so much money on alcohol there. Most people would spend ten bucks on a drink if it's a double or a heavy pour. A heavy pour. I will spend ten bucks if it is a true double. But even my local bar which is might be a bad example 
I'm spending on a double. I'm still only spending about six Two, bucks. Five bucks. Yeah, five or six bucks. You know. Well, New York is way way high on that kind of stuff, but understandably, why are they? Those two cities hate the, each the other, and they have so that. much alike. It is it's really ridiculous how much they have in common. Um, I mean, obviously, withstanding the traffic's a, a, a jam job there, but I don't want to hear it. Living in Austin, I don't it's getting hear rough. It. I don't it's getting hear rough. It. Or go to San Antonio. Um, can you raise a family in LA? I wouldn't. There's no way I would. Um, no, there, there's. You go broke doing it, I guess. I don't think it's conducive. I don't think that's the kind of city that's conducive for kids. I just don't think it is. There's probably one elementary school in the entire city because nobody will. There's probably one that nobody's been shot at. Maybe that's you know it's a violent it's a violent city. That that it is. I I know it's violent. Um, could I live? Could a listener live? In a three bedroom for under three thousand no, dollars a no, month. No, no. What? No. Even in a shitty part of town. If if the rent or the real estate doesn't kill you, the taxes will. Their property taxes in California are through. You don't the pay it if roof. you rent. Yeah, but you do pay it because you pay the, an income state income tax you, too. Oh, they have state income tax. Mm. We'll see. Then I really hate it. I don't really know that, but I'm, I'm sure. They do. <laughs> but even as a renter, you're going to pay on the back side because whoever is no, renting no. it to you is figuring that into the rent. So, are there any other hidden costs of living in LA? No, no, nobody walks. Yet there's no place to park. Every place you park, you're going to pay. Which, mm. uh, even though Austin is getting like that, you still find a lot of it, South it, Congress. It could, it could add up over the course yeah. of a year. Yeah. And it's so confusing to park there, too. Signs contradict each other. Next thing you know, you come out, there's two tickets on your car. Hmm. Again, I'd like to say I had a great time there, but yeah, there's okay. no way. There's, it's, it's a violent desert shithole. It really is. That Koreans love. It's pretty love. old, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a pretty damn old city. Yeah, it, is San Francisco older than LA? I believe so. I think so too. Yeah, I believe so. And that's another city. That's for a whole another time, boy. Because you know, I've been there a couple times, and that's a whole. Yeah, that's thing. a different ball of wax. Uh, you have any friends that have gone out there to try and do the acting thing? Because I, I think I know a lot of people that listen to this have friends that have, have tried that, right. gave it a run, limited limited success or no success at all. My my girlfriend, my girlfriend tried to act out there. She did. She did. Yeah, but she was raised out there, mm-hmm. so there's a little difference there. Her thing is she couldn't fake. She's like, I just can't fake happiness. I can't fake it, and you have to fake it all the time. Mm-hmm. I like have being a, a politician. Like, I have a friend have here who pre- wants to go there. Yourself as unfazed the entire time when really you know you're getting kicked in the teeth. Right. The entire time. The entire well, they time. Say, the phrase is. Uh, a 10-year overnight success. A lot of people say, well, this guy came out of fucking nowhere. Uh, he's an overnight success. Well, truth be told, he's been slogging through this crap for 10 goddamn years. Right. And there's a million people trying to do the exact... a job that uh, there are only 30,000 slots for. You know right. what I mean? It's That would be like, a mind fuck. Just like I was talking, the parallels between New York and L.A. You, if you visit a friend in New York who is trying to be an actor and actress, they have three jobs. They're, or a trust fund. Or, or a trust fund, right. Yep. 
they they are working their asses off or they have somebody who's already paid for it. Um, I went to visit a friend of mine in New York and I stayed with her and her uh, roommate. I was there for seven days. I saw them maybe twice because they're just constantly on the go. And, and I think LA is the exact same way. You don't get to enjoy what your city has to offer because you're too damn busy trying to make ends meet. Yeah, yeah. And that's where we're lucky. Could you uh, have a regular job and then be an Uber or Lyft driver? I think that they're trying to do the same thing there that we're doing here. I want to segue into that for uh, in a minute. But no, let's let's go ahead and segue right now into that because I think that's you're a done really, with fuck that city. Yeah, yeah. Fuck L.A. There's no way I'd ever fucking live there. It's dirty. It's gross. Smog out the fucking house. Just fuck it. Fuck that. How does fuck USC, uh, a really expensive school, in the middle of Compton, coexist? <laughs> Is it a fence around the thing? Have you ever been to LSU? Yes. Go two blocks off of campus. All right. Uh, this song is, uh, I, I'm hooked on this too. I'm, I'm sorry we're heavy on the hip hop lately, but I've got some metal for you later. Uh, later. Uh, this song is called On Purpose. You know this one? I don't think I do. I did that shit on purpose. All right. Uh, I like it because he flips the beat back and forth. Who promise, is this? I promise not to talk over this. <laughs> Dougie F. I know we ain't seeing out of eye. It just ain't worth it. You say you can't take no more. I know that we ain't perfect. I was trying to fix Featuring Pitbull and 40 Cobras. I don't know if they... What, what hip-hop song doesn't feature put Pitbull? Pitbull in a box with 40 Cobras. Okay. Uh. That night I did that shit on purpose. I ain't come back home last night. I did that shit on purpose. Hit the club and got fucked up. I did that shit on purpose. He flips it right here. A little club vibe in there. All right, be quiet, Bob. We'll be back in a minute. Too much drink inside my cup. This can't be for one person. Too much weed inside my Dutch. I'm high right now. I'm floating. Forgetting all the times we had our ups and downs on purpose. I hope that you cry right now. And no, no, I ain't joking. You on your toes tonight. All right, we're coming back. Yeah, you are. I'm sorry, we're heavy on the EDM these days <laughs> on the Jello podcast. Uh, so Uber and Lyft. Yeah. Uh, our city, Austin, much like other cities, is at odds with them. Uh, we're we're at odds with them on uh, because it's all about money, right? right? Um, right. But there's more, a little more to it. Everybody's real sympathetic to Uber um, because the taxi cab service sucks so bad so often, and, and everybody knows it. It's always been horrible. Right. It really has always been horrible. Uh, so Uber comes in, and one of the things I read was that 
let me give you some baseline stats, okay? All right. All right. Uh, they're in 67 cities in the in North America. Okay. They're in 36 countries. Okay. They started in 2009. Did you know that? I did not realize yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's a while ago. They are valued as a company if somebody wanted to buy them at how much? Would you guess? I'm it starts go with, with a B, buddy. Oh, of course it does. Um, I was going to go with thirty. Forty billion dollars, exactly. Uh. Yeah. Um, the the top three places that they've spent the most money fighting the city that doesn't want them in there. They've spent six hundred thousand dollars in legal fees and advertising in Seattle. 684 overall in California, and then 314K in D.C. Um, I think what happens is that, obviously, there's a taxi cab union, and they're in the city council pocket, right? Well, it's because they're union. They're union. Okay. So you they know. have no. leverage. They have leverage. Right. They have leverage. And because taxi cab companies have been around so long in every city, and it, I'd like to know how much they've spent in other countries because i know in australia their uber's outlawed there is no uber in there let me take this there is uber but it's places illegal. here have done that too yeah they're illegal as hell and there are actual people who go out of their way to catch uber drivers yeah in fact uh i read this earlier in tuscaloosa alabama they really don't like their shit over there they were uh doing a sting operation arresting uber drivers um for not having a chauffeur license. So here we get back to Union. the money thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I didn't know that cab drivers had to be fingerprinted. And that's the thing that the taxi unions get mad at Uber and Lyft about is that you're not vetting your drivers enough. There might be a point that. Okay, fuck it. There is a point. There is sure. a point there. I mean, we, we've all heard- And they heard, should be held to the same standard as a cab driver. Fine. We've all heard the anecdotal evidence of um, uh, anecdotal situations that have gone down yeah, through the drivers. one-off stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, even with the one-off stories, they're bad stories. They're some shitty stories, oh, man. certainly. You know? In the same respect, though, we've all- I'd rather ride in a- 2014 Toyota Corolla than a 1986. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. With water bottles in the back and a candy bowl and, you know. Have you done Lyft? Um, I, I'd like to say something first I'm before going. I answer that. Um, I, I, I went through the thing where you, um, you, you sort of vet yourself. You can do it on your phone mm-hmm. if you want to become a driver. And they verify that you have insurance. They verify your... Um, you, you can't just do it and then that afternoon you're fucking driving. <laughs> it, you, you submit it and then within 72 hours they come back at you. Mm-hmm. So I went through all that. And they do a criminal background check. I think if and only if you have a felony that they'll say... You can't do it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, any misdemeanor sort of begs the question how many misdemeanors yeah i was about to say (laughs) if you're missy misdemeanor elliot could you drive for uber i don't think so um so um i have not used lyft i've used uber Mm -hmm. okay and you've used both i've used both okay i've used both uh any difference no not in the service no that there there is except that i i don't know this for a fact but Uber has the multiplier. Mm-hmm. We're at certain yeah, peak it, hours. Uh, a lot of companies call that velocity pricing. Like our, our fastest moving thing, we will 
hey, you know, I can't, I can't entirely fault them for that. A prime example is you know where I live. Hey, the market will bear the price, brother. I took on Halloween an Uber from downtown to my house. Okay. 65 bucks. Wow. Uh, that's so that uh, if you're listening, that's probably five miles. Uh, seven maybe at the most. Okay, at the most. It's 14 miles to Nate's house. Uh, I took it to pick up my car because it got all hammered on Halloween. It was $53 in a cab. Double the distance. You know, but. It was noon on a Sunday, so. Yeah, and see, that's not, that, that well, all Halloween is peak hours, especially that's in this true. city. Yeah, all Halloween is peak hours. I can say this about Uber. I did the next morning do that wake-up thing where you wake up and you go, oh, holy shit, how much did I spend last night? You know, like, you, mm-hmm. you realize it. And they actually refunded me $30. Really? And they gave me a- Because tw- you asked for it, or? Well, I raised hell. It was actually three or four emails, like. I raised hell. Worth the trouble, I think. Um, yeah, because they gave me, on top of that, a $20 credit. See, here we are. They're getting free advertising on the Jello Potty. <laughs> to all 350 people. Uh, if I may, uh, one city here in Texas that flat out won't do it, San Antonio. They just said fuck SA, no. really? I'm not surprised at all. Oh, uh, well, because. So old school. Also, yeah, they are, they're, well, they're a union city. Yeah, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of that kind of. Old school. Well, it's old school, old money. Um, it's a very a lot of manufacturing good, jobs. Good old boy situation. I'm sure somebody was padding the somebody from the tax cab union was padding the fuck out of the pockets of the city council. Uh, they fought real hard against Boston. Um, Uber and Lyft found a workaround, however. They offer traffic data and traffic flow data, and uh, times when they need to use it. Right. They gave that data free. To the city. Smart move. And so the city, rather than pay for that, they use it. The problem is a lot of the writers were like, hey, you're using my personal Personal information, my, my personal movements. Phone. However, that four pages that you say, except when you're hammered and you want to uh, drive home. Have you seen, by the way. Uh, on- by the way, source The Guardian and Vice. Thank you. So don't email me, you fucks. <laughs> Vice is everybody's. Email Bob. Um, Go ahead. Fucking do it. So, have you seen the Google Maps thing where it tracks you on your phone? Mm-hmm. For example, you could do the exact same thing. I mean, it really is public knowledge at this point. I mean, yeah, it, if you're using their service, they mm-hmm. say um, it, it's helpful. Like, let's say you're a sales rep and you're going to submit your mileage to. You know the IRS for taxes. You know you where you get you've been. that printed out daily. Like not, Easy oh, I didn't money. even think about that. I did yeah. not even think about that. I always thought it was just Big Brother, just tracking my whereabouts. I, I don't think what you do is significant as should, enough as they should. <laughs> but the thing is, like, what happens thirty years from now when they go? All right, we have this dossier on you of where you've been going. <laughs> Um, you're 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 actually saying that they don't already. So I'm, um, you know. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is that they amass a, a longer timeline. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I don't know what they use it for. <laughs> Evil. <laughs> he went to the grocery store like three times. Like, yeah, it's yeah. It would be the most boring tracking ever. But there is a point there. The tracking of the movements. Um, you know, we want to feel free in our travel. So. 
Uber handing that over is, I would say, borderline invasion of privacy. It, yeah, it is. Um, but damn, a, how many times did I take an Uber from here? Mm, <laughs> um, I don't mind coming and getting you the next morning. I, my Uber's free. That's because we it's have just bloody real Mary's scary the on the way back. Okay. Um, here's an interesting story for you. Uh, a guy took a whole month and used uh, Uber okay. and Lyft instead of using his own car. So he parked his to- uh, Volkswagen Passat. Go figure. God damn it. And he left his khaki pants in it. For a whole month, he used 15 days of Lyft and 15 days of Uber. So, uh, how much would you guess Bobby Brown, uh, excuse me, per mile Uber would be? I'm going to go with, um, I'm actually going to go high on this because I'm sure there were peak hours. Uber, I'm going to say it was somewhere right around $1.75 a mile. $3.20. Oh, uh, Lyft uh, per uh, mile. I'm going to say less. I'm going to $4.20. Are you kidding me? Exactly. Uh to own a car, however, for the month. We both 640 bucks yeah, for this we, guy. To ride share $527. So we actually save money. Now, that's going to vary, you know, depending on your commute. How far you are away, His commute's where you're 5 going. miles. That's pretty Dude, average, really. That really is. That actually is pretty damn average. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. That's um wow, that's different than what I would have thought. I would have thought it would way more expensive. I, this blew my mind. You know, Uber saved the shit out of me. Start a many sexy times. Uber or a sexy Lyft. Well, we already saw how that goes in the city. Sexy scissors. That shit didn't work. Do you want just, beer? I, I know. <laughs> Mediocre haircut and some cleavage. A uh, big fucking deal. You know, My it's, scissors are in this craftsman yeah. toolbox. If you do a sexy Uber, all you're going to have is a bunch of drunk frat guys trying to get blowjobs from your driver. Like, that's l- literally what you'll have. It, it, Chicks can't drive anyway. God damn it. <laughs> okay. I didn't say that. I'm just going to let you know that. But, you know, any feminist out there, uh, send that to uh, Upshaw. Care to. Uh, Care to say anything else about Uber and, Uber and Lyft? No, no. Except that um, they have saved my ass. I like them way better than taxis. I truly Me too. do. I mean, let's it's, talk from it's a, a lot more comfortable. Sample. It's just comfortable. It's just more comfortable. I can call right now. I could call an Uber, and you aren't near downtown in any way, shape, or form. Was it taken six minutes? I think at the most one time. I've waited half an hour for a cab before. Oh. I've waited a fucking hour and a half And then to have them tell before. me they won't take the goddamn fare, which they're not allowed really? to do, but they'll do it. I've never heard of that before. I will not drive to Parmer Lane. Oh, because they're trying to stick downtown to do all that yeah, shit. do a lot of... Uh, no, I've, I've... No joke, I've waited an hour and a half for a cab in the city before. An hour and a half. Hour and a half. And think about this. That is... Um, that was one thirty, two o'clock in the morning at the cloakroom. Which is downtown, middle of fucking downtown. Couldn't get a fucking cab to save my goddamn life. Their latest ad is real slick, and they pull at your heartstrings. They have a blind lady, and she's playing with her daughter, and she's <laughs> oh, like, I've "Don't take Uber away. I have no other way of feeling safe when I get into I a have car." Seen that. Yeah, I have seen that. Pretty, hey, pretty smart, man. Good marketing. Good marketing. Uh, well, you know their CEO is a total jackass. He's a total no, asshole. No, I didn't. What's, yeah. There's, uh, I didn't if you, find that. Go ahead. Yeah, if you, if you look online, you can find all sorts of uh, different examples. What, of unscrupulous? Which, is this his first business that he's done or what? What are you talking about? Both. Unscrupulous and 
unforgiving when it comes to the bad incidents that have happened with Uber. More like a, hey, well, oh, he sort of brushes them know, off. That, yeah. You know, that's you know, that's what happens. You know, just more like that. Whereas, if you were taking a cab, it'd be a big deal. There'd be firing. There'd be a, you know, there, there is a vetting process. Mm-hmm. There really is. I, um, but fuck it, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's there's a risk with everything. You you leave the front door. Even breathing could be cancer. Um, when we come back. If you don't mind. Uh-huh. I, I feel like I cut you off there. I didn't mean to. Stats as brought to you oh, by Playboy. Oh, we got stats. Yep. Uh, <laughs> a shitty drink. And then this is the most annoying song I've ever heard. Ever. <laughs> of course you. Ever. Uncle Albert. You know this song. <laughs> of course I'm I know so this song. Sorry. Is this it? Uncle Albert. Fucking gag. I'm so sorry if we Let it play. Let it play. Look how angry your face is so angry. I fucking love it. Now this is post Beatles, right? Is this the right one? <laughs> I don't know. Alright, this one says it's high quality. We're so sorry. Give me a second. Here's the question Wasn't Uncle Albert the guy that fiddled himself in Tommy in the musical Tommy? I fiddle about. I fiddle about. so mad. I'm going to go bang my head against the wall. Uh, see you in just a minute, okay? Oh, this is where it gets really stupid. There's no flow to this goddamn song. <laughs> Fucking fag. Fucking wings. Fucking whistling. Which I already know you hate more than fucking anything. <laughs> Across the sea. Oh, sky. It's like a British carnival. All the hair on Linda McCartney's beaver can't make this good. And by the way, there's not enough she, weed that you could smoke to well, make this okay. I think okay. she gave up her one leg in order for this. Wasn't she the one-legged? It's not enough. <laughs> oh, no, no. That was the next Fourth shitty idea. What is, what kind of horn is, it's a fucking French horn. Yeah, 
Anybody emails me about this? Fine. Oh, fifth tempo change. Had a lot of song ideas. Mishmashed them all into one. So glad that's over. Okay, back in a minute. Almighty. We're so sorry. Oh, great. I like this overdriven guitar. (laughs) Okay, I don't like Beck because I got overexposed. It was too much. It was too much. I'll tell you this. I latched on to Beck early. Like, early. Like, when I was in high school, latched on to Beck. Mm. And, um... He, Which was hard to do back then because there wasn't iTunes. He, that was back when he was making music with a leaf blower. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's a Scientologist. Totally. Yeah. What? Why? Yeah, How did they is. get a hold of people? I have no idea. Like I was talking about, like my girlfriend being like kind of raised in mm-hmm. LA. She, her and her friends, did they, they didn't. recruit her? They don't know any Scientologists. Which is weird because... One of the biggest things you hear about LA is Scientologists are everywhere. Shit, fucking crank this shit. This is good. There, there's one on the drag here on campus at UT. I used to work Big in a building. That's expensive. I used to work estate. in a coffee shop right down there in the corner. Right there in the corner of that building. Are you recruiting me right now? So racist. So racist. Stats as provided to you by Playboy. You're going to give me some. I'm going to give you some. Okay. Do you want to go back and forth or you want to do a page and then I'll do a page? How about, uh, let's go back and forth. Okay. I like that. Will you lead off, please? Oh, of course I will. Excellent. Um, All right. Let's do. uh, Let me me stretch out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What percentage of Americans do you think have tattoos? Um, now. In 2050. Right now. I, I, I believe it would be right now, yes. Uh, across the fruited plain. Not I will a say city. Growing up, because I, of course I grew up in a Hispanic family, mine was probably 80%. Like 80% of my family had tattoos. Yeah, I want to shoot it high because here in Austin I think everybody has it. Uh, but you I'm going to go can't take Austin as I know it cuz uh, you I have hand tattoos. I go to San Antonio, people look at me funny. I'm here, it's like normal. It's a normal everyday thing. <laughs> I go to San Antonio 90 miles away. Yeah, I go to San literally 90 miles away. I go to San Antonio, I'm looked at like I just escaped prison. Look at him. It's fascinating. <laughs> All right. Uh okay. Um I'm on, it's less than 50%. Um, it's going to mm-hmm. be 39%. Close. 24%. Wow. Okay. Now, this is the stat that I thought was weird. What percentage have no regrets about their tattoos? Mm. 
I'm gonna God, call, if I could answer regionally, I I'm know that totally going to call bullshit different. on this. By the way, uh, oh, you have, have had tattoos you regret uh, removed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what percent have no regrets? No regrets. It's going to be above fifty percent. Sixty-two percent have no regrets. Damn, you're close. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight percent. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty that's good. Bullshit. What? Bullshit. You think it's? You think it's they had. Well, it may be that most people just have one tattoo, but I was talking about this with a friend of mine the other night. Most people who have multiple tattoos, I, I have at least four. Like. I have at least four that I fucking regret. I have at really? least four that okay. I fucking hate. A guy on the table next to us went, yeah, I have four that I like. Like that's how, yeah, I think if you have multiple tattoos, you fucking regret some of your tattoos. I've heard a tattoo artist say, you start referring to a percentage of your body that's covered instead of how many you have. And so, yeah. I had a tattoo artist one time tell me that what I'm going to end up doing is I'm just going to end up putting tattoos on top of tattoos at one point. Yeah, cover-ups are a big yeah. deal now. And by the way... It, no, not even it, cover-ups, just tattoos on top of tattoos because, you know, I'm running out of body. cover-up. I'm running out of it. Well, cover-up, I think, is more of a you regret the tattoo you got so you cover it up with something better. But then it's enhancement. Mine is more just going to be, I'm just going on top of Sometimes shit. Sometimes you got to freshen up an old tattoo. Yeah. You know, the lines yeah. kind of yeah. start to fade and all that. I've never done that. <laughs> no, you haven't. Um, if I were smart enough, had, I would get into a business of tattoo removal because it's, big it's goddamn expensive. $250 a fucking square inch. Well, to we've get also off. seen their tattoo removals Removal places right next door to tattoo studios. Isn't that ironic? Just right next door to them. It's yeah. like having a, a volt charging station next to a gas station. <laughs> All right, I'm going to hit you with one. You ready? All right. All right, you're an artistic guy. Uh, what's the price paid in July for Andy Warhol's painting of a $1 bill? <sighs> Too fucking much, but I'm going to go in the... I'm going to go in the seven... Higher, Ooh. higher. Twenty-eight million. 30, Thirty-three million. Very close. Wow. Fuck him. By the way, you already know my. Did he only that. do one of those? He must have. That's how much it went for. But he was real big on reproducing. You yeah. Know? Right. He was. Like, that was, was his thing. Was was uh, was uh, screen prints. That was his huge thing. I wonder how big this painting is. I'm gonna guess like four by six feet, probably. Yeah, because they're all fucking huge. Well, you know him and Basque are. Basquiat or however you say it, they used to just piss on their paintings. They would literally get together and just pee on their paintings and then sell it to people. Real high. God, oh, fuck. All right, hit me, big guy. Okay, um, let's do this. <laughs> You're, you like your football. How many people tuned in for Beyonce's halftime show at the Super Bowl this last time? Uh, that'd be 2.5 million households. 104 million. Yeah. And now that may be, it doesn't say households. So if you multiply that, you you may be, you might be right on the button on that. Um, Average viewership for the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade. People still watch that? That's still Uh, a thing that people watch? I do. Okay. How many people watch it? Um, 800,000. 50 million. What the fuck? 
You know what? The TV's just it's a typo. on. No, it's the TV's just on. It's just on. It, they're not really watching it. The TV is just on after you yeah, eat. Yeah, nobody likes dinner. 24 hours of a Christmas story, no. but the TV's on. No, no. Okay, you ready? The, I'm going to give you one more, which is going to make you yeah, sad in this deal. How many I'm gonna get people right. viewed President Obama's 2009 inauguration? Four billion. <laughs> no, how many is it? 37.8 million. Okay. They're tuning in for it. Why though. is that significant? They're tuning because 50 million people viewed the Macy's Day fucking parade. Oh. That's fucking why. All right, when you paint it in that color. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stick with football here, okay? okay. Uh, according to an analysis, is that the right <laughs> word? No, analysis. Uh, 15 years of data, including ticket prices and win-loss records by Emory Sports Marketing. I'm not giving them pre- uh, Football's best fans root for what teams? 15 years of data, ticket prices, win-loss. Best fans root for these teams. Give me five teams. Or give me three. I'll give you three. Um, we're going to go with um, Green Bay. Wrong. Are you kidding me? Um, I, I, I would have thought that too. Yeah. Uh, uh, I hate to fucking say it, but uh, do I have to say the fucking Philadelphia Eagles? They're not in there. Really? Bears? Are you kidding me? Cowboys. Cowboys number one. Oh, fucking course. God damn it. The number two. Raiders. Pats. Pats. Oh, the Patriots? Uh, Win-loss record. Yeah, yeah. Um, Win-loss record. Uh, Shit. Giants number three. Really? I'm going to let you off the hook on this. Yeah, please do, because I was very surprised that the Packers were not one. It's kind of tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's a good one, since you like sausage in your mouth. Since you like putting big wieners in your mouth, according to the National Hot oh, Dog, sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, it should take they no more than yeah. They do. That, you know what? They probably are against Uber also. Um, according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, how many bites should it take to finish a hot dog? For me, two, one, <laughs> two, three, three. Uh, seven. Oh, you're pretty damn close. Five bites to finish a hot dog, seven bites to finish a foot long. I heard what you said, too. You're good with the foot long. Filthy bastard. You know, okay. you, can, you can finish a foot long. What was, it? what was it again? How many? Average? Five. Five bites to finish a hot dog, seven to finish a foot long. Foot long is not really a foot long. Okay. Well, um, it is in my world, goddammit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, gross outs are turnoffs. Scientists have found that women are turned off by disgust far more than fear. Okay, that's not a question. All right, how many tons? Okay. You know this bridge over there in England where like you profess your love to your mate and you hang a, a padlock on but it? That's, uh, that's actually in France, yes. France? Yes, yes. Okay. They got, they're actually, um, they took off all the padlocks. Like that building it was, in Seattle with yeah, all the gum on it? It was weighing, oh, I heard about that, washing off of the gum. Yeah, because it was weighing down the bridge so much. Dangerous. Okay, well then, um, it's Paris's Pont d'Arts, the bridge where lovebirds <laughs> leave locks, uh, symbolizing <laughs> their partnerships. How many metric tons of padlocks? Yes, sir. I'm gonna go with um, who metric tons? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna say eight. Forty-five. What the? I'm fuck? not surprised by that. That's a lot. I've never seen how big the bridge is, but I wouldn't. Damn, that's a lot. No wonder they fucking took yeah. them all off. You guys are going to die. Yeah, that's fucking dangerous, goddamn. <laughs> okay, hit me. 
All right, let's see. Um, do, do, do. Fine. Oh, what is the fine Nike must pay for placing a promotional jersey on the statue of Winston Churchill? $800,000. God damn it. it. Regardless of dropping the bucket, 74 grand. 74. On Winston Churchill? Why? Yeah, Why? Why are they paying it? You can take it off. It's you not. Should, you should fine every New York Giants fan for being a New York Giants fan. Uh, Ghostbusters. The percent of daters who have ghosted someone, according to a, a poll. What is ghosting? Oh, like followed them on Facebook, like or like looked at their shit. Is that what ghosting is? Is ghosting some sex thing where you like come in their eye and then kick them in the shin? Oh, I forget that. Deep web. What people buy on the deep web, according to Trend Micro. This is right. Up I've watched it in the this last week. It's a pie chart. Right? I have watched a documentary and read an article on the deep web. Okay, what's the most the number one thing bought on the deep web? I'm gonna go with Molly Tweed. Oh, is a weed. Uh, what's the percentage of Molly? Uh, pharmaceuticals. I think that would fall yeah. under no MDMA. Oh, they have it there. Let me just list these for you. Uh, <laughs> pharmaceuticals, 22%. Meth, 4. Video games, 7. Shrooms, 3. Heroin, 3. MDMA, 14. That's Molly. Mm. LSD, 7%. Okay. Um, I can see that. I can see Go that. For me. I am uh, running out, but let's see. Me too. Um, I hate to even say it. Okay. How many musicians gathered the other day in Italy I hate this to song. try to break the world record for playing Foo Fighters Learn to Fly. God. Who organized that? <sighs> um, Dave Grohl. <laughs> he was on the highway. What's it called? The music so highway or whatever that right shit is. <laughs> How many? How many musicians? 350. 1,000. But you named Assholes. but you named exactly how many guitarists. <laughs> three hundred and fifty <laughs> guitarists, two hundred and fifty singers, two hundred and fifty drummers, and hundred and fifty yep, bassists. They're all on the road being musicians. <laughs> right, today's on the road. I, I want to get out of here. Uh thank yeah, you right. for doing episode forty nine. Episode fifty, we gotta do something. Oh, we'll have to do something. Okay. I'll show you my deck. Oh, can I say one more thing? You may. Logan, can you stop costing me so much fucking money, goddammit? Uh can I say something to my kids? Of course you can. Keep pushing the other kids around. <laughs> okay, bye. Love you. Bye. I got me 10 forward gears on a Georgia overdrive. I'm taking little white pills in my eyes open wide. I just passed a Jimmy in a wine. I've been a past on everything inside. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. It seems like a month since I kissed my baby goodbye I could have a lot of women but I'm not a lack of some other guys